back to the Pleasure Priority Podcast. This week, I wanted to talk to you about something very near and dear to my heart, and that is rest. (laughs) So many people think rest is optional or a luxury or something that you have to earn. And I'm here to say it, rewind it, listen to it as many times as you need to hear it, get a tattoo. Rest is not a luxury. It is a birthright. It is something that you need to function. It is not something that you have to earn. It is not something that you have to work for. It is not something that you are able to justify deserving or not. It just is. As a human, we need rest. And so many people have said this before, but I first heard it from Brick Johnson that we are human beings, not human doings. We do not have to get our worth. We do not have to get our value. We do not have to get anything from holding ourselves back from our own rest, essentially our own pleasure. All we have to do is decide to take it. All we have to do is to take it. And that's all you need to be able to rest. There is no hurdle to jump. There is no mountain to climb. There is no finish line to cross. You can rest and you can rest now. And so many people kind of have this idea or this misconception that we have to earn our rest only because, well, not only because, but a lot because of capitalism and living in this capitalistic society and always chasing the more, the better, the best, the promotion, the raise, the... um you know, whatever it is, the new house, the new car, the new vacation, the new clothes, the new purse, the whatever, like using materialistic things or using um, certain experiences as measures of success or measures of wealth or measures of worthiness. And we think that we have to always be in that mode and if we're not then we're not on the way to our goals or we're not getting better or we're not doing what we want to do all because we're not constantly pursuing it which ultimately creates this like a vacuum if I could describe it any kind of way like just constantly sucking you in and as long as you're kind of in that thought pattern in that belief you will get sucked in to the habits, to the behavior, to the mindset of doing, 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 earning rest, earning value, earning deservability, earning lovability, earning all this stuff when really it's, you don't have to earn it. You don't have to do anything to have it. You just have to exist and you are naturally already inherently worthy, inherently valuable, inherently deserving of anything that you truly desire. It's yours and it's allowed to be yours without you working for it. This has been a recurring theme for many 
of my clients. And one of them actually took the step of taking a sabbatical or a leave of absence from work just to have time to, you know, have some time and really get out of the hustle mode and get back into herself and her body. Um, she was not in she was not in the best of places. She was stressed. She was overworked. She was undersupported. And she really, really believed that she had to keep going. Like she didn't have any options. She had to say yes to every assignment. She had to say yes to every idea. She had to be the one to not only create these ideas and bring them to fruition, but also push them across the finish line. She was taking responsibility for so much more than what she could possibly handle and so much that was outside of herself all because she believed that she needed to be that person in order to hold value at the company or in order to keep growing. She had to just keep exponentially delivering more and more and more and more and what that turned into was more time, more effort, more stress when in reality we don't we don't have to do more to get what we want. And I know that could be kind of an oxymoron, but we don't. We just have to provide more value. And you can up-level your value without increasing the time that you take to do things. Like, uh, just for example, if we're using, like, a trade, um, say, like, a plumber, a brand new plumber can't charge, well, I mean, they can charge, but has a very different expected price than someone who's been a, pl a plumber for like 20 years. Because within that 20 years, they've had a lot of experiences, they've had a lot of trial and error, they um, learned a lot of things, and they can charge based on their knowledge, based on their, uh, their time already invested. They can charge for the value that they bring and maybe they do the same job as the person who just started but they do it in a quicker amount of time or they do it knowing that it's going to last like 10 years longer than the other way just because they have experience that's what you're paying for that extra value and that's what you can provide is that extra value and it's not always done by time or experience but like how much are you infusing into the experience for your client, whoever that may be? And yes, even as a corporate employee or any employee, your boss or your corporation or your business is also your client because you are providing a service. And even that reframe can help you think about it a little differently that you're not like indebted or uh, beholden to your company, your boss, your whatever, it's that this is a mutual decision and you're deciding how to contribute to it and what to give. And you can make that decision very, very consciously. And without um, sharing too much of my client's story, I want her to be able to share that herself. However, I did want to share 
some of what she's learned so far from just taking this time off. And that's one, how to set boundaries, healthy boundaries with herself, with her team, with her boss, with her clients, um, and learning how to say no and letting that be okay, not letting it mean something bad about her or that she's um, incapable or not doing something right. It just means like she really doesn't have the time. Bringing me to the, my next point is being honest about your time, about how much capacity that you actually have. Um, being honest about your calendar. Like you may have some free space, but have you considered eating, going to the bathroom, spending time with yourself, spending time with your dog, walking your dog, just those things that we think, like we never add to our to-do list, but they are things that we are doing and they do take time. And when we don't consider them firsthand or even things like, I just need some time to decompress. And I do like to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and giving yourself to the time to do those things is not a mute point. It doesn't mean you're lazy because you're not constantly working. It's normal. It's human. It's natural to need a break, to allow things to integrate, to not constantly be growing. I don't know exactly who I heard this from, but I know I heard it from someone uh, that's the only thing that's constantly growing is cancer. And cancer is a mutation of cells. It's like, it's an accident, it's a mistake. It's not supposed to happen. Um, so we, there's nothing naturally in this world that just continues growing nonstop. Everything has a cycle. Everything has a phase. Everything has, um, growth periods, integration periods, on all these different cycles that lead us to know that like nothing in nature is supposed to be constantly growing, constantly moving, constantly progressing, yet we accept our, expect ourselves to be, which is, of course, not a helpful expectation. It really just sets us up for disappointment. It sets us up for failure. It sets us up for for burnout, essentially, it sets us up to really expect that we have to, that if we're not constantly progressing, that if we're not constantly doing more, that if we're just being human <laughs> on this journey, either with ourselves, together with someone else, or like whatever the case may be, that's not enough. And that thought itself not being enough is one that I do often see with my clients, but it's, it's completely baseless because everyone based their enoughness in different things. And we only look at ourselves, well, not only sometimes, oftentimes we do also judge other people based on how we judge ourselves. But when we look at ourselves, we are more critical, we scrutinize more, what's okay for other people may not be okay for us. And we use this as a measurement of enoughness, but there is no actual measure. Or if there is, it's like 
this unattainable perfectionist fantasy of if I look like this, if I have this job, if I have these type of friends, if I'm in a relationship, if I'm, if I have these clothes, if like, if all these things go exactly the way I think I need them to go, only then will I allow myself joy or happiness or to consider myself enough. But that list that we provide, that we create, it's so much of it is irrelevant and out of our control. Like we're all not meant to have the same body. We're all not meant to have the same job. We're all not meant to show up in the ways that society deems the most quote-unquote appropriate. That's not everybody's lane. And when we measure ourselves to the, or we try to measure ourselves to those standards, it doesn't work. (laughs) And that's why we end up anxious or sad or frustrated or depressed or angry and hopeless and helpless and all these different emotions that we don't really want to have all because we are basing ourselves, basing our worth in productivity, which is another reason why rest is so important because it allows us to see things differently. It allows us to take a step out of the matrix and see what's actually going on and when you actually give yourself ample rest you're able to see clear you're able to connect with yourself more you're able to hear your intuition and listen to it more Um, you're able to discern between things you do and don't want to do granted socialization does come back into play and like no well you should do this no well you should force yourself to finish working um instead of take that nap like you should force yourself to sit through this meeting instead of going to the bathroom like you know you really have to and just like getting overridden by those messages because we think that our rest isn't ours we think it's something that we have to earn which we don't which is why i always impress upon my clients take a fucking break, take a nap, take a vacation, take a leave of absence, infuse this time into your daily schedule. Yes, you need ample rest daily. Don't just do enough to get by or enough to make it through the next day because that builds up. It wears on you. You want to give yourself the ability to have a chance to be who you want to be and that requires you to take breaks it requires you to rest it requires you to slow down and especially in the black community we fear how people will perceive us if we do take breaks if we're not always working if we're not always hustling it's a little bit of a mind fuck where this Um, where this idea comes from and why it resonates so deeply with so many of us is because for so long we were doing all the work we didn't have the opportunity to take breaks we didn't have the opportunity or the luxury to say no we didn't have the opportunity to have sick days or vacation days or any semblance of humanity we were just forced to 
work. Always work and still take pride in that work and still do the best job you can do. Um, and it's a thankless job. Don't expect anything in return. Those ideas, they stick, they permeate, they, uh, they grow, even though we're not necessarily in the same situation. Um, what led us here were those decisions that allowed us to survive in that situation. So naturally, our brain is just going to default to the same ideas because it thinks that's what that's what we need to survive. That's how we that's how we make it. And so when slavery ended, at least in Western society, when um, the white supremacist culture decided to still criminalize black people for being black and not working as slaves and not doing their bidding, um, the general kind of idea came about that black people are lazy. Literally built the foundation, the riches for an entire country that is still one of the richest today. Literally got us to first world status. However, they still call us lazy, all because it's a way to judge us, shame us, put us in this place where we believe that we have to work more. We have to convince them that we are more than we that they than they think that we are. That we have to work twice as hard just to get half as much, that we should even expect half as much as viable compensation when we see others getting double for less. This is designed. And when you look at it and you see like, so what if somebody thinks I'm lazy? Like really ask yourself that. If I gave everything I got, or even if I didn't, and somebody still chooses to call me lazy, that's their choice. That's their perception, that's their prerogative, and they can have it. I don't need to change their mind. I don't need to prove to them that I'm doing something in order to be able to take my rest. It's just It just becomes this never-ending cycle. Like I have to prove to everyone that I'm doing enough, but really all you have to do is, I don't even really want to say like prove it to yourself, but yeah, like prove it to yourself. As long as you believe that, it doesn't matter what anybody else says or thinks. Like, sure, go ahead. You can think I'm lazy. Awesome. Like, I still get things done on my time. I still am a viable member of the team. I still allow myself my humanity and am able to exist in this capitalistic world. Like, you can have it all. You can have both. You can have more than one. You, it's like, it's possible for you. It's just honestly making the decision that your rest is more than an afterthought, that it's something that you really do wholeheartedly deserve and can get and can access and can love. What I want you to do is really prioritize your rest over this next week, whatever that looks like and if you're like oh god no I'm so busy like I don't have the time 
nope, this is exactly when you need to do it. Because when you actually practice creating the time, creating the space in your schedule for rest, no matter what else is going on, you convince yourself, you show yourself, you show your brain that this is something that's okay to do. You make it safe for your body. You make it safe for your brain. You give yourself an opportunity to actually take the rest and do it when you need it, not just when you think you deserve it. So the ones that are like, oh, no, God, I'm too busy. Yeah, this is exactly when you need to do it this week. Clear some space in your schedule or actually create your schedule around the time that you need to rest. Like really factor in that time that takes to use the bathroom, to eat, to cook, to sit, to watch TV, to catch up with friends or family, to scroll on social media. Like all the things that you do that you essentially judge yourself for, um, for like taking time away from you doing other things. Add them to your calendar. Give yourself the space of how much time that you actually want to spend doing those things. And then practice doing that without the judgment, without the shame, without the, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Well, if I take this nap, then I'll never be able to publish the book that I want to. Yes, you can. You'll probably publish the book quicker. And be more in integrity with what you write when you do allow yourself to take rest. So that's my homework for you this week. Everybody, go get some rest. You deserve it. And I'd love to hear about how this process goes for you. What comes up for you when, when you hear me say, take some rest. You deserve it. You don't have to earn it, and you're going to do it. What does that bring up for you? Question it. Get curious about it. Why is it so hard for you personally to take rest? Really ask yourself. And then ask yourself things like, what am I scared of if I do rest? And then ask yourself, how can I soothe my fears? How can I ensure my goals even while taking rest and what's the problem if it takes longer for me to get where I want to go than how long I think it should take and yes kind of on that last question I want you to go back to last week's episode and just that part where I remind you that you don't know shit so you saying that it should take a certain amount of time or you should be somewhere different than you are now you don't know you really don't so again like denying yourself rest because you you're not where you think you should be is really just creating more suffering for yourself because you're deciding that you deserve to be punished for not you know hitting the arbitrary goal that you set for yourself whereas You could just be on a journey instead of a race. My friends, I want you to rest. I want you to know that you don't have to earn it. 
Rest is your right. Pleasure is your right. Your wants, your desires, all of it, they are your birthright. Stop restricting yourself in the name of capitalism, in the name of modern day slavery, in the name of internalized oppression. Like that's really the only reason that we desire our, that we deny ourselves rest. And once we see that, we can change it. And that's my dream for you is really to take rest. And if you want daily reminders or maybe not daily anymore, um, but there is an account called the Nap Ministry that I want to highlight that expresses the importance of rest, the importance of taking time back, reclaiming that time for yourselves and for the culture and how rest specifically impacts the Black community and other communities of com color, what you can do actively to, you know, decolonize yourself uh, from these ideas to unlearn that rest is earned and not a right when it actually is. Uh, again, that's the Nat Ministry. And they are worth a follow and a read and um, love, love, love their work. So, again, take some rest. Build some rest into your calendar. And while you're at it, throw some pleasure in there, too. Really decide that this is for you and you deserve it. And with that, I'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Bye.